Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. For today, we are covering WCW Saturday Night on TBS from August the 22nd, 1992. If you're listening to this on YouTube, hit the thumbs up to like the video and then subscribe to the channel. Post a comment as well. Those uh, algorithms like that type of stuff. And it also makes Hard Body Hopper very, very happy. Yeah. Doc? Hopper, how are you? You first, Doc. Great. How you doing? Oh, no, go ahead, no. Hopper. I'm sorry. No, no, no. How you doing, Doc? I'm doing great. If you want to hear how I'm really doing, you need to become a patron and sign up because the patrons heard what I, how I'm really doing. Uh, I'm going to put on a happy face and uh, kick ass here tonight. Uh, Harper, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. I was in All Philadelphia, right. Mississippi over the weekend. What's that like? It's, uh... A little redneck area where they only have a, a fucking Waffle House. They got a Huddle uh, House instead. Yeah, I heard of those. It was. Um, I, qu- I got a question for you. Mike, when is this show coming out? February 8th. God damn, uh, boy. So Harper, it's not Harper, that how- far away. Jesus. It really isn't. We've got yeah. to do a couple other, we had to do a couple other workarounds. But um, Harper, how long have you been with Lady Harper? Uh, it was when COVID hit. What was that four years ago? Jesus. So yeah, I forgot. Were, That's right. So, so have you been together long enough now that you don't have to do anything for the special holiday next week? Oh, I, I don't know. We might just get something to eat or something. You know. I mean, don't you, you do get, that every day? Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> circle, we circle, do dot, dot. Oh, a special meal. Yeah, something. Go to like Vincent's or something, Austin's. Get you a steak. Yeah. So you got steak and ass on your breath. Steak and ass. <laughs> that sounds like a good evening. Just mm, chased ass. off the new listener. Like I oh, thought this yeah. was a wrestling show. What the hell, man? I mean, he, here it is. We're sitting here talking about Valentine's Day, and it's literally twenty-two days from Christmas, man. What the fuck? Who says romance is dead? Hardbody Harper's here to tell you that he's going to get steak and circle, circle, dot, dot for Valentine's ah, Day. That's right. Steak and ass. <laughs> I'm going to be Vincent's and ass. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Grow up. Okay. Well, I just want to make sure Doc. that everybody is ready for their Valentine's Day. 
got themselves squared away so that they don't get in trouble. I mean, that's what really what this is about, right? It's about yeah. It's it's like in those National Geographic uh, deals where they got the little baby birds up in the nest in their mouth and just ah god ah god ah, and it's the mom throwing the fucking worms like shut the fuck up. That's what you gotta do. You gotta pacify them. Just just fucking throw some worms at them. I guess. Uh, no, he's not wrong. You gotta do so. It's let me tell you something. This that is the worst. I don't even want to call it a holiday. That's the it's, worst special it's not day. A holiday. It's, I mean, it's it? you're right. It's not a holiday. It it's a what is it? It's a freaking excuse for capitalism for that requires dudes to go spend money on worthless crap on flowers for the women. Oh, flowers. The worst. Flowers are the worst. Yeah, because it, because they're dead in a couple of days. They're what? I, I remember I used to tell my wife, tell me something that'll cost the same as that, that you can actually use after a few days, because that's what I'm going to get. But flowers, event, let me explain something to you. Over a 10-year time period, period, if I spend 50 bucks on flowers i don't know i'm making this up because i get cheap now i'll go to the local store up the street get the damn roses now oh yeah back in the day you know when you're trying to be impressive you you know you order them or whatever and it costs 50 bucks if you over 10 years if you spend 50 bucks on flowers how much money is that doc 500 dollars, right what that's a lot of money for something that's gonna die I don't know. I don't know if it's better back then when they died quick or now with all the whatever they're injecting them with. They'll stay good for a few weeks now. It's crazy. The fuck. Then you've got well, that chemical in your house and whatever country and it came yeah, from. And they're spying stinking. on you. Yeah. <laughs> the toxin has got, got a camera on it. They got spy particles, dust particles <laughs> on them. That... I don't buy the roses. For... I don't buy the fawn roses. Because they spy on you. Oh, man. Yeah, Valentine's Day. Worst holiday or expectation ever sprung upon me. Well, I got got something that's the exact opposite of Valentine's Day, and that's a five-star review. Yeah, let's hear that one. We got... uh, Can you even uh, see the title? Yeah, I I can't because it's It's too long. Your long titles, I can't see them. But this is from somebody named Whiskey Clark. Um, I don't know if that's his first name is Whiskey and his last name is Clark or that his first name is Whiskey and he drinks a lot of whiskey. Um, What's the title of this one, Mike? The title is, yeah, remind me, I'm in love and wrestling whiskey down for dot works. I I don't know what that means. I literally just read it word for word. It says, yeah, remind me, I'm my love and wrestling whiskey down for dot works this is no it's probably a bot no it says you i don't guys, know you can't, it says you guys are funny and love the reviews deep state harper cracks me up can a bot recognize deep state deep state harper i don't of think course. so they're yeah. they're they're cousins this is real i just it's don't so know what good. his title's supposed to say where's it from it doesn't say. It just says Whiskey Clark, January 11, 2024. And then the title is, I don't know. 
Maybe he fat fingered it because that's what I do sometimes when I'm nice. typing out messages. Plus, I can't see unless I got my reading glasses on now. So, bro, you get a text from me or a message from me and you can't read it. That's why. Harper, do you have readers yet? No. Uh, it's do coming. You have, did you wear glasses before? No. It's coming. Doc, doc, yeah. doc. I, my wife don't understand this. It literally just hit me within the last six months. And when it goes, Where, it goes fast too. Like bruh. I, four years, right before COVID, I had my eyes checked in there. I was like, you know, my eyes get tired by the end of the day. Should y'all, y'all might need to check me. And they're like, okay, well, we checked you and you got 2020. I mean, it used to be 2010, but I mean, your eyes are fine. I, I can't, I have it on granny settings on my phone. I can't see shit. I've got three pairs of readers around the house for whichever three main locations I'm in. Oh, so like you, it's like on your phone, y'all have it expanded. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. I can't go if I go to a restaurant. I can't see the menu anymore. Damn, man. It's it's called it's, it's called presbyopia. Basically, when you're younger, the lens in your eyes are flexible and can focus. And they, they, the lenses, they like aren't as flexible as you get older. So you go from a stage where I've worn glasses or contacts my whole life, but I could, if I had my contacts in, I could see far and I could see right in front of my face. It prior to the last year, all of a sudden in the last six months, I can't see shit in front of my face unless I got the readers on. Damn. It's true. It's true. It, it's, and it's and, and it, it, I've had per- it takes over your life, bro. It takes over your life. I've had perfect vision my entire life. And I can't if I leave the house, I gotta have a pair of readers with you can buy now. Here's the thing you can buy a three pack at Costco for like twenty bucks that'll yeah. take cheap, care dude. of you. <laughs> right. They work good. <laughs> nobody tells nobody tells you about these things. And it just is like, dude, is this am I gonna be blind by Christmas? I mean, what the shit? Right. And, and so I feel like we're doing down, a PSA here for the people. It's like when this happens, don't think that you're having a stroke. I mean, just go get you some reading glasses. Right. Harper, it's the damnedest thing. The phone is right in front of me. But my eyes, it's not that it's, it's not so much as it's like super blurry. It just can't focus on it. It's hard to describe until it happens to you. And then you're like, wait, why can't I see this? And and I'm like, I can't, this is so odd. And then you put the readers on and you're like, oh, perfect. Uh, not a problem at all. Now, Harper, you get on the road, I can see, I can see, uh, you know, like street signs, exit signs. Yeah. On yeah. the highway, half a mile away, no problem. I can read it. <laughs> Everything's fine. Hit me a menu and ask me what I want to eat. And I'm like, shit, I don't know. Can you read this shit to me? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Harper, it's gonna happen to you. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It will happen, and when it does, you're gonna. At first, you're like, "Hey, what's going on?" And then, and then you're you're just out of denial. You just let me put the readers on, cause cause you can't function without them. That's especially with, especially with how we use cell phones nowadays. It's you cannot function without them. You you cannot do anything you need to do without them. So yeah, I guess we're the old folks right now, bro. <laughs> I got mine on too. If they come out with contact and have like 
fucking night vision and like binocular type shit on them. Well, LASIK doesn't yeah. really work for this. So, no, the, the, I think I see what Harper's saying. Like, I, I know eventually they'll yeah, have lenses that'll like focus for you, so you don't need readers yeah, yeah, on. Yeah. But that would be perfect. Yeah. Well, now that our Geritol segment of the show <laughs> is over. Maybe we should review 30-year-old wrestling and wonder why we yeah. can't see. I can't say. This was only 41 <laughs> minutes long. Oh, Real, it's we're short, gonna be done. We're going to be done soon, bro. Yep. There you go. So let's get into it. This week's episode, again, it's August 22nd of 1992. It was taped August 10th of 92 at Center Stage. This is the second half of the taping from that day, and it's only 60 minutes 41 minutes minus all the commercials and whatnot. So according to Doc and Harper, based on the 41 minutes, it's already a B-plus rating. You That's know, right. We just got to see what they do. So uh, I'll hit play now. The show opens up with a clip of Nikita versus Rude from the Omni on August the 16th. Jim Ross says Medusa was barred from ringside, but at the end of the clip, we see what appears to be someone in a police uniform uh, coming out and hitting Nikita with a kick and this person had a baton. More on that later. I won't talk about what that was because we're gonna we're gonna talk about that later. Jim Ross and Michael Hayes start the show. Uh, Hayes tells Jake that I Hayes says I know Jake well, and Sting, you just don't understand how devious he can be uh, when they're opening the show. Shit was uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure that out too. I didn't have that note. It says Levi's big jeans. Big jeans. You remember jeans. those? I remember I Silver Tab. My mom used yeah. to buy me those. Um, I actually had this pulled out because it's been Jolly Ranchers the last few weeks. But man, we got big jeans. Does that mean husky like Harper? It has to. What else? Maybe. Otherwise, you wouldn't say you wouldn't say that unless it was for fat fucks. Come on. Why do they have the J going through the B like it's penetrating? A... Come on. Hey. Okay, I'm sorry. There's the new These listener. Were... This was the early days of graphic design. Give everybody a break. Levi's yeah. big jeans. Big jeans. All right, Doc. Any thoughts from the opening with <laughs> Hayes and JR or what we saw with uh, Rude and Nikita at the Omni, which they plugged last week? Um, no. Does So we got um, Michael Hayes here on color. Does that mean that Jimmy Jam is gone? I can't remember the exact time where he's officially out, but they've been done, I think, at this point as a team for a while. I didn't look at the I haven't looked at the results to see if he's on any more cards, but yeah, he's wrapping up if he hasn't already. He may have already wrapped up. I'm just not one hundred percent sure. Cost cutting measure, you know. Well, I Watts gets to pocket some of those savings. Yep. All right. So we go to the first match, which is Scotty Flamingo, Danny Flamingo's cousin, versus Ricky Steamboat. <laughs> versus Ricky Steamboat. Flamingo, he gets in the ring and he's doing a little Fargo strut on the ring apron and then he Man, hits a little Go show, ahead, Harper Doc. That. show Harper that. What? When he does a strut? Yeah, what's he doing? Well, uh, watch, you'll see it. I thought you wanted watch to right show here. me the, the black guy wearing a Z Man shirt. Oh, we talked about him last week. They'll show you on. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Did you see it, Hopper, though? Watch when he gets on the ring apron. He's doing a strut. <laughs> then he's, then he's going to do some Stan Lang dick dancing. Here it comes. There it is. Damn, that, I think that is it, huh? 
<laughs> he's getting them all in. He's getting it all in. He's mocking. He's doing the Fargo strut. He's doing some Stan Lane dick dancing. And, yeah, he's out there having a good time. Uh, Doc, as we see Ricky Steamboat coming to the ring with his ribs taped up, let me uh, throw to you for what you have on this match. You know, we we constantly say that we don't want to be a Southern promotion, but our ring announcer is Rhubarb Jones. And they dress like Confederate generals during Halloween Havoc. What is, yeah. (laughs) Forgot forgot about that one. Good point, Harper. Oh, come on, Harper. That's a low blow, man. Come on. What are you what's doing a, that for? What's a um what's a rhubarb? Is that like a turnip? A rhubarb. Rhubarb. That's what they put in concrete for sidewalks. That's rebar. That's rebar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've heard it before, but I don't know. A rhubarb. Send DM that to Harper a, if you uh, know. A rhubarb. It's like a, it's like a, it's a plant. Is it? Grow- Hold on. Let's see. I, it's just R-U-B-A-R? Yeah. R-H-U-B-A-R-B. Yeah. It's a, it's a vegetable. Yeah. So his name's like turn up. Jones. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I like I like rhubarb. I think he was a wasn't he like a DJ in the Atlanta area or something? Or, sure. or a radio guy? Let's see a DJ. I like okay. rhubarb. I think he's a I think he's a decent ring announcer, man. Like I don't have a thing to say about that. Oh, um, okay. You know you look at Michael Hayes earlier. Mm-hmm. In three years he's gonna be Doc Hendricks. It's, that's that's crazy, bro. That's what's wild when you see yeah. him right here with the hair, because he's still Michael Hayes here, and in three years he's damn near unrecognizable. I mean, we knew who he was, but you look and you're like, why does he have his hair cut off, and why is he called Doc Hendricks? Hey, when, just like your eyesight for the readers, when it goes, it goes fast. Do you remember the first time you saw him as Doc Hendricks, Hopper? Just confusion. I remember seeing him because he would do those like like hosting segments. And I'm like, right. wait, wait, that's that's Michael P.S. Hayes. Right. I'm thinking, why are they calling him Doc Hendricks? That's the first thing I thought. Yeah. And, and why is he acting like this? And he sounds like this. He's not moonwalking. <laughs> that's what I mean. Th- to be clear, we are adults. Pretty much when that happens, we're very young adults, but we're adults. Yeah, I think I was in high school. Uh, that was in '95. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh huh. I mean, I was twenty, so. God damn, y'all fucking old, bro. So, so well, my point is, the first time I saw that, I was like, <laughs> I think I told my buddy because I, I he was watching with me. I like, that's Michael Hayes. <laughs> Like, what's wrong with him? Like, you know, that's before we realized. I mean, we knew they repackaged wrestlers, you know, like they gave wrestlers different names. We were old enough to realize that. But I don't know. Up until that point, I didn't realize they, you know, de-gimmicked a wrestler. And somebody's going to tell, send me an example of them de-gimmicking a wrestler. But 
I don't know. You know, Jesse, hey, Jesse Ventura was Jesse Ventura, you know, on commentary. And I don't know. I, I just, it was just very odd. It's like <laughs> they chopped this man's hair off and he's, he's straight laced and he's talking like a normal human being and not cutting crazy promos. I don't know, Doctor. You remember the first time you saw it? It was bewildering. Yeah. Wild. All right. Wild. Uh, anything else from the match, from this match? Um, 940. 940. What do we have from 940? What are we looking for here? We're at, we're at 940 right now. Body scissors work in 2024. If you put them on like Kevin Von Eric used to. Okay. He used to put a death grip on people, man. Like it, it looked for a shoot. It looked like it hurt. The claw wouldn't work, but the body scissors, maybe. Yeah. All right. Uh, any other thoughts? JR says that tomorrow on main event or whatever shows tomorrow, Dick Slater and Sting are going to wrestle. Boy. Uh oh. Didn't Dick Slater give, like, flush Sting's head down the toilet <laughs> over Dark yeah. Journey? Yeah. It was a bit of a scrap between the two. That's nice. I don't even Legend think Sting, Sting uh, knocked it out, huh? I No, I like, think he was just What does being... knock it out mean? That's nice. Hopper? <laughs> Won't you answer a question? Well, it's they not that hard. Sexual, uh, intercourse. Sexual Congress. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't. I don't think Sting did. No. Yeah, you know, he's a nice Catholic boy from Venice Beach. True, true. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Steamboat hits a crossbody uh, on Flamingo, and then he rolls him up for the pin. And the pin looks really weird, but yeah, I don't know. I felt like something odd happened there, but I don't know. And that was that, Doc. Any other thoughts? Uh, no, not particularly. All right. So from there, we cut the commercial. We come back and we're going to have a promo with Cactus Jack. Let's go to that audio right now. Here it is. Welcome back, everyone, to WCW Saturday Night. We'll go back to Rhubarb Jones in just a moment. Jake the Snake Roberts is on deck, but Cactus Jack, who has a world title match signed live in prime time here on TBS. It'll be at the Clash of the Champions on Wednesday, September the 2nd. I have a question for you. Have you seen Big Van Vader lately? Certainly have. He's eating people up! (laughs) One at a time. Two at a time. It doesn't seem to matter. He's an instrument of destruction, and people are being hurt. And I like that. So in my mind, September 2nd, I'm training for a match with Big Van Vader. But Ron Simmons, if you are still champion, those are the two biggest letters in the English language for you, if... You're still the holder of the world's heavyweight champion, then it'll be a battered and beaten Ron Simmons that I'll be taking on. And I like that too, because it brings about to my mind, Ron, and I want you to listen. The last time we met not too long ago, yeah, things got out of hand, and it was a power slam on the concrete that put an end to that match. Can you imagine the impact? Well, Ron Simmons, you don't have to imagine because you were there. You saw the blood spill out of my mouth, didn't you, Ron? And you saw the fans look in shocked silence. But then you looked down, you saw something else you weren't counting on. You saw Cactus Jack smile. (laughs) 
<laughs> and you wondered like everybody else and like you have and like wrestling fans have asked themselves for years what am I still doing alive how am I still walking well destiny is not finished with Cactus Jack Big Van Vader, Ron Simmons, it doesn't matter. September 2nd, the Clash of the Champions, neither one of you ought to count on walking out with that championship belt. In fact, neither one of you ought to count on walking out at all. Bang, bang! All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go back up to rhubarb. Doc, thoughts on Cactus right there? I thought he was pretty good. What what am I what is he doing alive? How can he still walk? It's real. Yeah. He don't care who he fights at the clash on the second, they're going down. He calls Vader an instrument of destruction. I don't know. Cactus is great. Uh, I mean that's not like, you know, top ten promo of all time or anything, but uh, at the end of the day he's believable and I think that's mm-hmm. a, that's what you want. We go to Marcus Bagwell versus Jake Roberts. Cactus does join Jim Ross on commentary. And boy, uh, I man, they couldn't have fed somebody else to Jake to just beat the hell out of, Doc? What are your thoughts? This is pretty quick. Well, very Pretty quick. I mean, it was like less than three minutes. Yeah. He dominated him. I mean, he ate him up. Well, and um, I had a question about this. If Jake the Snake, this character right here, debuted in 2024. No, no. Wouldn't you think he would have like probably like have face tattoos and all kinds of shit? Yeah, he would definitely be full of tattoos. And it's, great. it's better that he's not. And you wouldn't believe him. Right. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Hey, and you know what? Here in 20, in 1992, for a crackhead, he's moving pretty good out there. Come on. He just had a three-minute match. I mean, like, what, did you expect him to be blown up already? He didn't do anything. Oh. Your mama is a crackhead. Not my mama. Right, that song? Yes. That's not nice, Hopper. I'm sorry. All right. Well, Jake cut a hell of a promo last week on the show you weren't on, Hopper. We're going to listen to another pretty good one, I think. Not as good as last week, but pretty good. Jake, let's hear what he's got to say after. I don't want to say, Doc. Why would. They don't have nobody else they can feed Jake to to dominate. I mean, Bagwell's supposed to be like your up and one of your up and coming young guys, and you just treat him like crap just now. Yeah, I mean, give him the uh, give him uh, the Italian stallion. Well, <laughs> just wait. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he didn't he didn't get as much offense in that as Mike Thor got last week against uh, whoever it was. He got some offense against. Yeah, I don't understand why they. Look, we're gonna nitpick it. It's thirty years old, but why do that to Bagwell? I mean, he's again Maybe, he's a young guy. Well, we don't know. Maybe somebody who was supposed to be there didn't show, and Bagwell stood up and said, "I'll do it." Send another one of these assholes on a card out there. Yeah, man, dude, they could book anyone for that. Some fucking turd. Some fucking in- enhancement turd. guy. That yeah, turd, turd, a turd, turd wrestler. <laughs> a t- turd. 
Wait. No, that's a legit term. Okay, so a turd wrestler (laughs) is a wrestler that's a turd, not somebody who wrestles turds. (laughs) Hopper, explain to Doc what a turd is. A turd wrestler is those typical assholes you see in, like, on those turd shows where you see on, it's like 10 guys and they're all skinny fucking kids or it's a bunch of fat dudes. Look, okay. I like to joke about being an outlaw mud show wrestler. I, I really wasn't like, I, I really wasn't like an outlaw mud show wrestler. But, but Harper's talking about the real mud show. Yeah, the real <laughs> mud show shit, what? and it won't die. You can't kill them off. They're like well, Jason. Yeah, sounds about right. Well, speaking of things that aren't like Jason and. Jake won't die. Uh, let's go to Jake now. He's with Jim Ross after his match. Here it is. Via the DDT for Jake the Snake Roberts. Ladies and gentlemen, whether it be in one-on-one competition or right here at center stage live on primetime television Wednesday night, September the 2nd, in that big eight-man elimination tag team match, the inevitable is about to happen. You know, when you're this good, it's so easy. And Sting... A fool. A fool is what you are. You have made the mistake. You know, I will treat you just like I would a woman. One time, sure, why not? Two times, if it's really nice. But three times, Sting, I'll treat you like trash. I will chew you up and spit you out. Now you're talking elimination tag. There's four men on each team. Now, if someone gets pinned, that means four against three. Now, if two people get pinned, it's four against two. If it's three, then it's four against one. What a horrible thing it would be, Sting, for you to have to face four men, let alone myself. I'll tell you again, all I want him to do is quit. All he has to do, I will stay out of your life. I will leave you alone. Have children. Be happy. Tell them the lies, but don't tell me that you're man enough to stand in front of me. Because sooner or later, you play with a snake, you're going to be bit. And you will be bitten. And when I put a man down, they don't get up, Jim Ross. They don't get up. You're exactly right. I, I know your track record quite well, as do the fans. Fans, we will be back in a moment. All right, that one was good. It wasn't as good as last week, though, Doc. But it was good. Yeah, I said it was toned down from last week, but good. He did tell String he wanted to treat him like a woman, which I'm not sure exactly oof, what he means by that. Oh. Yeah, he was kind of weird the way he described it one two three times it 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 was very odd yeah any any other thoughts though um so it's august he is here through halloween havoc correct yes i believe it's right after that that he uh checks himself into a rehab center 
Okay. So, I mean, he's going to be here. I mean, what's that? That's two months from now still. Still here. Okay. Because, good. Yeah, they he's have doing, that, they he's have doing that. awesome so far. That's awesome. Yeah, he's good. I mean, he's Jake's voice does everything for his promos. Yeah. Sure. There is no bad Jake uh, promo. It doesn't exist. Well, yeah. the, the 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 heroes of uh, what was it called? <laughs> oh, that doesn't count. That, oh, yes, that it does. Pay per view when he's when he's all drunk, drunk and off. fucked up. My God, he was just tore up. The women loved him. And then he's parading the ring with the yeah. snake, and he's holding it like it's his dick. <laughs> That's a That's... we reviewed that on paper on on Patreon, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Yeah, that that was a bad one because he was drunk. <laughs> Maybe on some other things, too. All right. <laughs> we continue. Jim Ross throws to a clip of Nikita versus Rude from the Omni, August the 16th. Um, I'm going to. Did you have anything from this before I fast forward to how this thing finishes, Doc? Well, I was confused because somewhere in here, Rude comes off the top rope. Okay, Faye, brother. Oh, okay. Everything was airtight. Oh. Rue comes off the top rope. And I was telling Doc, you know, okay, Faye, maybe Watts wasn't there. He didn't see it, so he figured he'd get away with it. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Dumbest rule ever. Dumbest rule ever. doing that shit, man. Jesus is watching. Yeah, we know. Jesus (laughs) (laughs) Jesus is my Lord and Savior, as he says. That's right. AI Bill Watts. Yeah. Well, um, uh, right guy that's going to win. Well, speaking of, let's go to the finish. So, Rude is working over Nikita on the ropes. And as we saw in the opening of the show, a police officer or security officer walks up and kicks Nikita in the head. You can immediately tell that that doesn't seem like a legitimate security or police officer. So, Rude then hits the rude awakening on Nikita and wins. And it's obvious what happened. Rude benefited from Medusa who was barred from ringside dressed up as a security guard and Shivani and Jesse were the ones doing commentary on this clip. And Shivani did his typical, wait a minute, that's no security guard. And it was great. The way Shivani just yelled that out. Uh, He was good on commentary here, but, and you can see it when they show the replay, you're like, that's Medusa. Uh, She's got the hat on, but you can see it's her. She looks like the stripper from, uh, remember in a Days of Thunder, when no. the cop pulls him over, and it's it's a female cop, and it turns out she's a stripper. <laughs> I no. saw Days of Thunder when in the theater when it came out, and I don't remember. I don't remember about that. It. Come, I on. remember the movie. I remember the movie well. I don't yeah. remember that that scene. That's the last time that you seen Days of Thunder. He's yeah. lying. He's got it on Blu-ray, and he strokes off to it nightly. Yeah. What is your problem? Doc's a, a NASCAR maybe, fan. Oh no! Don't I'm let not. him fool you. Don't let him fool you. He he loves him some NASCAR. Here, I'm fooling you, all right? Her, her. Yeah, I don't remember that. I don't remember that scene, Doc. Uh, Harper. Yeah. But is that's she, that's how she, she looked. It really has a patch on one sleeve for some reason. Because she's not a real security guard. It's fake. 
It's a fugazi. <laughs> it's a work, Hopper. What do you expect? That's like saying the state patrol in the ring. Hey, those those state patrol uniforms aren't real. <laughs> no shit. That's right, nice. It's like saying it's like you saying it's not a real jacket because you don't have sleeves on it. Come on. Whoa. <laughs> Let's not get carried away. <laughs> yeah, let's not go too far here. Hopper with the banana loafers. <laughs> it's the greatest. Ah, I got a yellow pair. shoes. You got a new pair? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They look good. You go to Soul Train Fashions in New Orleans? No, someone bought them for me. Oh, well, look at you. I know, huh? I'll be damned. Man, because I can't the yellow ones anymore. So what color did you get? The, no, like when I go to the to the that whatever the stepping style, they have every color but fucking yellow. And someone found them for me. I was like, oh yeah, thank you. So wow, yeah. So, so you got a new pair of yellow ones? Oh yeah, bro. Great. Can't wait to see it whenever X rated is. Oh, yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, TBA. All right. To be announced, right. I I actually was messaging with the champ today, and uh, he said, let's talk later. And, well, I was tied up at work, and then we had to do this tonight, so we didn't talk. All right. Maybe tomorrow. All right, let's go to the next match. It's Dick Slater and Greg Valentine versus T.C. Carter and Chris Sullivan. We've seen Carter and Sullivan before, although in singles matches. And I don't know what they're doing with Slater and Valentine on the Saturday night show. Maybe more is happening on uh, the other shows. Doc... Another really quick match. We only got 41 minutes of TV time to fill this week. So what did you have from this one, if anything? T.C. Carter's got a style. This yeah. guy that's in the ring right now? No. no. Black dude on the oh. apron. Oh, okay. Come on, Hopper. His ever... Okay, hold on. We got to talk about something. What? They did this last week. What is... The cameraman's weird infatuation was showing these two girls that are on the video version right now who are underage. And it's and it's obviously everyone in that section doesn't give two shits about what's happening. Well, they did this last week, and Doc pointed it out. He's like, why is this cameraman a pervert? It could be somebody's kids or something. Like, oh, I'm going to put them on TV and... Okay, that's that's a fair point. And those two old people just like, oh yeah, well we got it for free, Marge. So let's just wait till it's over. We didn't have to pay seventy five dollars to park. Yeah, you know, and <laughs> there's so much truth to what you just yeah, said. Like, I heard. Spot Look, she's Nick yawning. Was gonna be here. I don't see Spotnik. I used to like him. They told me Jimmy Cornette was going to be here and I can boo him. That's Where's Cornette at? What do you mean he left years ago? <laughs> I, I just seen him on my TV. Well, Marge, and you live in the mountains. Sometimes it doesn't get up there until later. Um, yeah. Uh, Doc, uh, thoughts on the match, if any? Because ain't nothing happening. Well... At 2744, that's JR's mother and daughters, pal. Oh, Oh, okay. You see, I told you. Hit the audio. (laughs) 
Here it is. My daughter's here from Oklahoma watching the proceedings here at center stage. Okay, so they showed him last week, and he never said that. And I missed it this which week. Which made us but. think that there was some severe pedophilia running rampant, which isn't a, a hard thing to imagine since Grizzly's a, an employee. So, you know, we're just <laughs> – Mike and I are vigilant watchdogs for the children. Take a bite yeah, they were, out of crime. McGruff the crime dog. Yeah. McGruff the crime dog, dude. Yeah, with that dog. That's how Fred McGriff got the crime dog name from the Blue Jays. Right. Yeah. Users and losers. And lo- was that users and losers and losers are users. So don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. How the hell do you remember that? Come on, bro. Uh, come on, bro. What? You know that song? No, I don't remember it. Yeah, that, that was from the 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 uh, McGruff Crime Dog commercial. They got bite out of crime. Yeah, man, Bruh, They um, had us terrified as kids that somebody was gonna grab us and throw us into a van. <laughs> or shove I was drugs always down on. Us. Yeah. Oh my god! Like. I just don't accept was stickers ready because for... it might be acid. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, check your um, uh, candy before you eat it. They're Halloween. <laughs> you thinking like it's it's fucking Miss Iona next door putting razor blades in these fucking Snicker bars? The uh, fuck is uh, wrong with her? <laughs> uh, that shit sticks with you so much that when you have kids that bring home the loot, you look at it and you go, "Man, I wonder if I should check this." And then you go, "What the fuck am I saying?" <laughs> and then you start stealing their candy because you know they're in my bed. thing is for them to say that that must have happened somewhere down the line where some psychopath sure. did that yeah it happened it happened once or twice and it then went viral before viral was a thing yeah it was just something that passed along so back when you only had three channels they reported it on news and since everybody was watching it because they didn't have anything else to watch before cable, it stuck with them. And we were the kids of those generations before cable because, well, we didn't have cable too. Most of us growing up and it just like, that was how it went viral before viral was a thing. And you're right. Like we swore up and down. Somebody was going to grab us and take us away we were told don't do drugs if somebody gives them to you. And I don't know. I went through a whole life in the inner city of New Orleans and nobody offered me free drugs. Yeah, right. No one tried to give me coke, bro. Right. Right. So, when I'm, when I'm 12 years old. Right. So we're vigilant about things that were never happening. I mean, you're much more likely to get jumped. Then you were somebody to offer you drugs um, or kidnapped. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. The things we were warned about as kids as Gen Xers. Ugh. Bro, you ever think about how we would disappear for hours on end and nobody yep. could get in touch with us? Yeah, no one gave a shit. <laughs> nobody. Well, I guess they'll be home later. I guess they'll be home later. I mean, we would leave in the morning on the weekend, be with a friend or something, and yeah. I mean, after the fucking uh, Saturday morning cartoons was over with, but shit was down, bro. 
<laughs> Shit was down, bro. Once that last cartoon aired, okay, so what are we going to do? My mama, I figured you would just buy such and such's house. <laughs> you figured? Do you do you know the panic that would hit a a parent nowadays if they couldn't get in touch with their kid for twenty minutes? Yeah, my kids won't leave the property, and if you can't yeah. locate them, like they go outside, they go to the backyard. You start to get that like feeling of oh shit, oh shit, <laughs> right, right. Swild, but they will dude. not leave the property. What do That's you mean? pretty normal. That's kids nowadays, though. I mean, mine were the same they way. They won't go down the street. Oh, they don't have like a a, a neighborhood kid that, that they bullshit with. No one, bro. Them, them, them days, them days, like that ship sailed a long time ago, dude. Mm. These kids ain't playing with no neighborhood kids no more. I mean, mine are older now, but they weren't playing with kids when they were younger. I see some kids playing basketball, and I'm like. Why don't, why don't you go down there? We're driving in from somewhere. Hey, there's some kids playing basketball. Why don't you walk down yeah, there and play bro. with them? I yeah. did that one time. They weren't very good. It's like bringing so a dog st- to the, to fucking to a dog park. Just go in there and play with them. Go I was so star. I was so star. Stiff his ass. He compared the kids playing outside to dog sniffing asses at the dog park. Oh my god. What are we doing here? What are you Harper, saying, has no, Harper has no idea what it what kids are like this. The, the, no. They're they're nothing like you remember. Yeah. Well, he kind of does because he was saying, you know, he did that rant about his nephew, put the Xbox down, go put some yeah, porn no, on. It's just, run your game. It's that generation, but they don't drink. They don't want to go don't. out and get laid. Nope. There's no. It's just. It's. The, we. My, I have a niece and nephew, and we all get together, and we're talking about like stuff we did, you know, 25 years ago, and they're looking at us crazy. And I said it finally. I said, if we all went out tonight, y'all would be the sticks in the mud. Yeah. We're all in our they 40s. Don't. We'd go. We'd go kick it harder than y'all would. Yeah, brother. It, it's like I was telling my nephew about the story about when I would, when we used to piss in the cup and on Bourbon Street and if I had the homeless people drink it and they look at me like I'm crazy. I was like, Wait, you did say that again? So I told y'all that, that story, shit. huh? He told us this before. Yeah, he's dirty. He's dirty for that. Boy, you going to hell, man? I ain't never did no stuff like that on Bourbon, man. Come on, how would you do that? Great. I said that to <laughs> Jason. We're going back and forth about something. I said that to him. I was like, he's like, dude, you are fucking ratchet as fuck. <laughs> Imagine you get Father James Mitchell to say you're ratchet. You must be ratchet. Yeah. I told hey, you that, Hopper, explain what you did one more time so that the people out there can understand how nasty and dirty you are. And you were called filthy. By the guy who just did coke with whores on an NWA paper. <laughs> yeah. A f- Go ahead. A, fr- a friend of mine's cousin used to work on bourbon, like not like at a bar. It's what do you call it, Mike? It's like where you, you would go walk up and get the, the 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 big ass beer. It's not like a bar where you sit at. You kind of walk in there, then you get it, then you roll out. Not well, a street vendor. No. There are these little. I don't know what you want to call it. 
there weren't bars to where you would sit there. You would just kind of walk up and, and walk up bars. Yeah. And so he used to work there. And so we used to go there on Bourbon Street and bullshit with him and all. And, and so we used to take a fucking plastic cup mm. and we used to piss in it. So a cup of piss looks like a cup of beer. Nasty some of my bitch. And so we used to put them on top of the garbage cans on Bourbon Street because they, well, <laughs> they got new garbage cans now to where they're kind of, where they're all like an angle. So you can't put shit on top of them. But back in the day, you know, it's just that. And it would be just full of daiquiri cups and just, and, and, and all this shit. So we used to piss in one and get it filled up all the way to the fucking top, bro. And put that on top of the garbage can. And one of those like gutter punk crackhead motherfuckers was just going to come up and go, oh, look, some asshole put a whole fucking beer down here. I got a free fucking beer. We used to watch like, okay. Here comes one, here comes one, here comes one. And it was like going fishing. Like, okay, there he comes, there he comes. And we used to see him grab it. He'll, he'll take a fucking swig of that shit. And we used to watch him just spit it out and, and almost fucking throw up. Thinking they <laughs> drinking a fucking beer. Way to that punch was, down, Harper. It was fuck that, bro. That shit was fucking hilarious, bro. If we had cell phones back then, bro. We would have been putting that shit on fucking uh, Instagram or something. But yeah. Look at Mike, Mike, he's proud of this. Dude, it was fucking hilarious. We're watching some guy drink fucking piss and watch <laughs> it spit out and almost puke. And this chick that, 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 that we used to hang out with, like, y'all are going to hell. Y'all are going to hell. She wasn't I said, wrong. She I, said, wasn't dude, I said, dude, this is fucking hilarious. I don't give a fuck what the fuck you say. <laughs> How old? How old were you? Oh, late teens, early twenties. Yeah, Good Kenny's Catholic Key West boy, days. Huh? <laughs> Kenny's Key West days, right there. Oh, fuck, sure. fuck, I'll do that shit now. And just watch on. it. For, well, so, come on, what, bro? So he tells this story to James Mitchell, <laughs> and James Mitchell, who is a nasty son of a bitch, <laughs> tells Hopper, "You a ratchet." <laughs> He told me he used to piss in the, uh, you remember those old uh, soap dispensers from like the 80s where it was that kind of dome thing and it was on top? Oh, God. He's, he used to he, piss in that? He, he told me he used to take them off. He'll, he'll piss in them. <laughs> like when he was in high school. <laughs> What's wrong with wrestlers, man? <laughs> Uh, Doc, any thoughts? Uh, I, I I don't know what else to say. <laughs> All right. Well, since you don't have any other thoughts, let's go to Ron Simmons. He's going to cut a promo. Talks about a uh, wrestling Vader. Here it is. Come tomorrow, the uh, Falcons and the Eagles. It's a big day for everybody here and a big weekend for everyone here in Atlanta. And I know you're going to be a part of that. It's a big weekend around the world as far as you're concerned with this belt. Yes, it is, Jim. It's going to be a Every day is going to be big for Ron Simmons now because everyone is after Ron Simmons. I'm no longer the hunter. I'm being hunted. And this weekend is going to be especially big for me because those people out there made this possible for me. And I'm going to promise them and show them that I'm going to give it everything I've got just like I did in Baltimore. When they show up to watch Ron Simmons in action against this 500-pound monster, I promise you this. 
I will give you everything I've got, and I will promise you that with he somehow happens to get me down, I want them to give me the strength to pull me back up to leave that ring once again with this belt around my waist. Ron, also, I know the champion has a, a matchup signed right now. Obviously, you're the world's champion with Cactus Jack right here on TBS on September the 2nd, live in prime time. Well, Jim, you know, when you're the big dog, everybody wants to know what you're eating in your bowl. And Cactus Jack is no stranger to knowing that when he gets, if anyone is in this sport, he know, he like everyone else, he wants to have this belt around his way. The man acts crazy, but he knows that in order to be the king of the professional wrestling world, he has to beat Ron Simmer. Right now, I'm the man. If Cactus Jack wants to be the man, let him come through me. I'll get as crazy as I have to to defend this title. I don't care. Bring him on. All challenges. I'll take him on, Jim. All right, Ron. Thanks very much for your time. As usual, it's always great speaking with Ron Simmons, the champion. Let's go back up to uh, Doc, any thoughts on Simmons there talking about facing Vader? They're moving things along quickly, so it's a quick promo. So can we call Ron Simmons a white meat baby face? Come on. I mean, yeah. in terms of wrestling terminology, sure. <laughs> okay. Because he gives, but, he's, I like his little promos that he's doing. But that's one of those things where it's like calling somebody who, who knows nothing about wrestling a spot monkey. You can't use, you can't you use white meat. Yeah, like you tell a wrestling fan that we all know what that is. You tell a normal person who just maybe is a casual wrestling fan. Oh yeah, Canceled. Ron Simmons was a white meat babyface back in the day. Like what? Canceled. Yeah, like what do you mean he's a white meat babyface? So yeah, I don't know. Just, and for whatever you do, never say call somebody a spot monkey at work. We'll leave it at that. Uh, Harper, do you have any thoughts before we go to Vader and Italian Stallion? No. Uh, All right, so Harper asked for Italian Stallion, Stallion earlier. Well, here he is facing Vader, who uh, beats the shit out of him. V- Rhubarb Jones, did you see when Vader got in the ring, Doc? No. He, Let's like, see. here it comes. He pushes oh. Rhubarb, and Rhubarb... S- scared shitless like you catch him out the corner he's like oh my god man i would be too yeah man uh as soon as the match started i was thinking man i want vader to pummel this dude because you hear the stories about italian stallion how he treated some of the young guys that uh rode with him and stuff i don't know he just seemed like a real jackass anyway vader what vader didn't pound him enough but what were your thoughts on this doc it was a quick one vader's badass that was my note yeah vader's badass for sure he didn't beat him Ron up enough. Ron Simmons though. is in trouble. Mm. You saw how the Italian yeah. style just like walked up and like, okay, here we go. He started putting his hand down on a on Vader's. You see, he's already uh, <laughs> leaning into it before he even went to pick right. him up. Right? Yeah. He posted. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. I'm not gonna complain about him there. He just he was a prick. He's probably like, let's just get this shit over with. Vader's going to hit the splash off the second rope. Not the Vader bomb. He's jumping forward instead of the other way. One, two, three, and uh, Vader wins. Uh, Jim Ross plugs the hotline saying, call it. New stars are on the way to WCW. I don't know. Guess what? Years is 93? 92. 92? Um, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. 
All right, we continue. Sting is going to take on Mark Canterbury in the next match. Another quick one because we only have like four minutes of TV time left. Um, Doc, do you is think this... they told the brothers in the front row to, to to tone it down? Because last week they were doing some hellified dancing. This week they're just kind of sitting in the front. Yeah, they should just let, let these people have fun if they want to. I don't know. Is this Tex Lassinger or is this Shanghai? Pete? Yes. Oh, I forget which one he is, but yes, it's one of them. You I think really they do forget. gave him that shirt? Or he bought it? Gave who that shirt? That fan wore the Z-Man shirt. Bro, I hope he didn't buy a Z-Man shirt. That's what I'm saying, bro. Because see, last dude, week... You know, maybe but, a child. Right. Someone who's... I mean, this guy's a, a teenager-looking... 16 years old, 15? Right, right. Yeah. I, I I was saying, so last week they were like cutting up in the crowd, like dancing, and it they were like part of the show. I mean, it was <laughs> it was something to see. And um, I noticed it last week, and I'm with you. Now, they went crazy when Ron Simmons came out last week, but I'm like, there's no way they, they're Z-Man fans. No way. But, let people yeah. have fun at the show. I agree. Let people have fun at the show. It doesn't mean they need to be entertained by Z-Man. Bro, who does Z-Man entertain? Nobody. Zoncha. Well, but see, Zoncha is not. I don't include Zoncha because Zoncha's a really nice human being, and he's not going to really cut a promo or hate anybody. That's just how person he is. So there's that. All right, Doc, any thoughts on Sting versus Z-Man? Sting's going to win pretty quickly. It's not, I guess not Z-Man. Oh, what did I say? Sting versus Canterbury. <laughs> yeah. Godwin. Okay. No, it's got to go quick. We're almost out of time. Yeah, they, <laughs> they went right up against it. Here it is. One, two, three. Taps out before tapping out was a thing. And then from there, we're going to get a Sting promo before we go off air. Because, again, we only got 45 minutes this week, so we got to get a got to get it all filled in. Let's go to Sting right now, talking to Jim Ross. The Scorpion Deathlock, another victory for the Stinger. I think Jake Roberts' legs would fit quite nicely in that particular maneuver. I have to agree with you, Rossi. Jake, you say you're going to do this, and you say you're going to do that. I got news for you, my friend. I'm not afraid of the dark. I'm not afraid of snakes. And I sure as heck ain't afraid of you, so just shut up. You hear me? Just shut up. Just shut up, my friend, and do it. The Stinger has great intensity, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget Sting and Dick Slater tomorrow in the main event for everyone here, including our good friend. Um... Yeah, that was that whatever, was awesome. Doc. <laughs> was it? Just shut was, up and do it. It was like a scream at your than, kids. Just shut up and do it. Uh, yeah, well, maybe you do understand kids today. Um, <laughs> it, it's still better than usual. Not as good as last week. How about that? Yeah, last week was better for sure. You missed Harper. He got a good one last week. Oh, yeah? A real good one. A real good one. Sting. 
Sting. So did Jake, though. He promo last week. He had to because Jake's was so good. Okay. I mean, it's amazing, kind of like when you get him in there, and not that he hadn't wrestled people, can't cut cut good promos, but yeah, it was great. All right, well, we got to rate it and hand out some Rolexes. Look, there's a clash coming up. In order to get access to our clash review, go to tinyurl.com slash BTT. That's tinyurl.com slash BTT. Not only will you get this clash, you'll get all 19 before it. You get all the WCW pay-per-views, the ECW shows, NWA power shows, and the world class shows as well. All available on Patreon, tinyurl.com slash BTT. Time to rate it and hand out a Rolex, Doc. What are you going to rate this one? 41 minutes. 41 minutes, but not a lot of action. Yeah, not at all. B minus? Okay. I'm going to go B. Harper, what about you? I'll give it a solid B. The problem, I think, with this one was we got a lot last week that was really, really good. And then this week, the second half, it's like they front-loaded the show. So, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Who gets the toot toot award, Doc? I don't know, man. I'm going to say Vader for pushing Rhubarb Jones. That's messed up. I'm going to give mine to Jake for his promo. Harper, what about you? Yeah, Jake. Here we go. Now, on that note, that just about wraps up the show. Another short edition of BTT, but it's not our fault. The show was just really short. 41 Call minutes. Jim Hurd. Not a lot of content. It is not Jim Hurd's fault, though. Let's put that to bed. Thank God that guy's not here anymore. Now we have a tyrant running the show. Anyway, uh, Doc, any other thoughts before I throw to Hopper and we shut down this thing and uh, hit the tagline? Man, I'm drowsy as all hell. Let's go. Hopper, hit the tagline. Let's roll. Fuck it, bitch.